What's up, church? I pray you're doing good tonight. Um, I'm feeling a lot better. I'm at work. Uh, but I just kind of wanted to share this message I felt God give to me. And uh, Haley, congratulations again. I know they had your graduation party the other day. Um, the Navarros, hey. I hope you are enjoying uh, your visit out of town with your sister. And um, I hope everybody's doing well. Yesterday was an experience for us. We were kind of all under the weather and even today uh, we're getting better though um, I think it's kind of I don't know just something that kind of came out of nowhere um, but I think there was a reason behind it do you feel me but anyway um, I kind of want to share with y'all what what God was speaking to me so last Sunday I was up about 6 a.m. which is not typical for me it's not normally what I do um, cause usually I sleep, I, you know, I work at night, so I usually sleep, sleep in in the morning. Last Sunday I was up and I, I got to thinking, you know, I couldn't sleep and I'm wide awake and I thought everything we had been talking about in Hebrews, how we've been talking about rest and just see everything with the quarantine. And I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna spend some time with the Lord. You know, I'm gonna read, I'm gonna pray and, and, you know, just try to self, surround myself with God. So I went outside and I'm reading and I'm praying and, you know, I feel the Holy Spirit is telling me different things. Um, and, you know, I'm making little notes and, you know, I was reading, I think, actually Hebrews 5 last week. And uh, I really felt like he was trying to get my attention to focus on one thing. And I was like, OK, God, what are you trying to what you want me to focus on? And I felt like it was our kids little swimming pool. Shout out to Navarro's. Uh, they gifted us a swimming pool. A couple weeks ago, one of the ones that, you know, when you inflate, it has like several levels. Well, ours had already got the two top levels deflated. I don't know if it was dogs. I don't know if it was birds. I don't know if it was just the hood animals around us. For some reason, we got a lot of animals running all the time around our, our neighborhood. Uh, but it was down. And so it's on the last level, but it's still filled up with water up to that level. And I'm kind of looking at the pool like, God, why you want me to look at the pool? You know, this pool... It's dirty, you know, it's all messed up. And I'm really starting to question, like, if this is what God wants me to do. I'm starting to think, man, maybe it's just me playing my own mind tricks that I'm thinking, man, I need to get rid of this pool and stuff. And so I'm sitting there and, you know, I'm just like, man, I don't know. And a phrase that just kind of stood out to me out of nowhere was the words, still waters. And I'm all, still water, still water. I'm like, God, I don't know what you're talking about, still water. You know, the only still water I know is actually up in Oklahoma. And that's because, of you know, Tech football, they play Oklahoma State. And they have a coach in Stillwater, Oklahoma, who has this glorious mullet, you know, type of thing. Uh, nowadays, you might have seen on Facebook, uh, the Mexicans are calling it El Cut, the little mullet thing. And I'm like, you know, I'm over there tripping out. God's like, boy, focus. Focus on what I'm trying to tell you. And I'm like, okay, God. Still waters, still waters. What are you saying? What are you telling me? And I'm like, you know, I know how you've always done life altering things with water, you know. You know, in John 4, it talks about the woman of the well and there was living water. And even in the earlier days in Genesis, you, you see Moses and he's parting the sea and he's turning, you know, uh, water into blood for, for the uh, Pharaoh. And you see Jesus turning water into wine. So I know God does things are life altering that are significant with water but i'm like i don't i don't really recall still water though so god what, what are you what are you saying and i sat there and i pondered for a while and he really led me to psalms 23 
I don't know if you remember, but when all this Corona stuff had kicked off, um, and we first started to try to meet on Zoom and 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 you know and worship together and pray and and read the Bible together, uh, Psalms 23 was actually something that I read over all of us and I prayed over all of us. Um, our sister V, that's out there in Thailand, um, she had did that with me and one morning and later on when I met with y'all, I felt really encouraged by it. And I felt like it was something we should do for us. Um, but there's two typical two verses in there. Um, that I really felt like God was pressing on my heart uh, to speak to you today. And it's verse 2 and 3. So if you have a Bible, Psalms 23. And we're really going to focus on verses 2 and 3. And I'm going to read the King James Version. And then I'll switch it to the Passion Version. Um, but I know you're probably getting scrambling or whatever. But don't even worry about it. You catch up later of uh, pulling it out. Psalms 23 verses 2 and 3. And uh, here's what the King James says. It says, He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. In Hebrews it says, Waters of quietness. Verse 3 says, He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Uh, the Passion Translation says, He offers a resting place for me in His luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor and glory to his name. I think that those are two powerful verses of still waters. Because I feel like God has been trying to tell us, like, not only do we need a rest, but he's trying to, he's trying to stop some things, right? He's trying to put some things at a still. And, uh... There was a couple, you know, three different things that I really felt like he wanted us to focus on. And the first one is this. When things are still, you can see the picture clearly. When things are still, you can see the picture clearly. Just think if you're taking an actual picture, right? If you're moving around and you're taking a picture, it's going to be a blur. Wow, I really feel like God was trying to say something here. Just like when I was talking about that pool and that water. Whenever things are still, right, I can see what's inside of there, right? I can see the toys floating around. I can see the dirt that's settled to the bottom. I can see even the bugs floating around. I can even look at the pool and see the bugs in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? I can see the reflection. And I was like, man, it's so amazing of how God wants us to lead us to still waters so we could see the picture more clearly. And there was two reasons for that. For one, like the reflection of my eyes, right? God wants to show us what's going on in the inside of us. But he also, like the toys and the bugs and the surroundings, he wants to show us what's going on around us. And I think that's important for us to, to take note of that and to make sure that we're we're finding ourselves in that place. The other day I'm driving and I'm coming to work and every day I see this billboard and it's the lottery, right? And it shows the numbers and uh, there's two different sets. There's the Powerball and then right next to it is, uh, I guess, the Texas lottery. Um, I never know, but I always look at the numbers. I ain't gonna lie. I look at the numbers and I'm thinking, man, that money right there would do me good. But no, so I'm looking, right? And I see it and it says 2020. 2020. And it's it's funny when I saw that because, you know, at the beginning of this year and it being the year 2020, I saw a lot of people talking about like, this is a year that God's going to give us visions and this and that and just different things. And even the other day, um, I went to the leadership development, uh, our orientation, and one of the pastors was talking about that he had asked God to give him 
2020 vision to give him God's vision. 2020 vision so he could see things the way God sees them. And I feel like that guy, that's what God does to us whenever we, he leads us to those still waters. He gives us an opportunity that he stops everything so we can see the picture more clearly. Just like that. Because he wants us to have awareness of not only ourselves, but of our surroundings. Amen? And just think about ourselves. If, if we're focusing on ourselves, that gives us the opportunity to, to see what we need to get right. To see the sins in our life that are maybe corrupting our walk with God. Maybe corrupting our actions and our responses to things that we're, we're engaged in. Um, and that's an opportunity that we can ask for forgiveness, right? That's an opportunity that we can repent. That we could turn from those mistakes and allow them to become lessons. And I don't know about y'all, okay? I'm just speaking for myself. But I know I need I need that self-awareness. I need God to put me in, in check and tell me some things because I could be a petty person if I'm being honest with y'all. There's a lot of times that I could get upset. Desiree's walking around the house trying to do something, and there I go. I'm trying to block her path, and I'm just getting in her way. And she's like, boy, you need more out the way. And I'm just doing it to get on her nerves because I'm upset, which doesn't make me right. Amen? It means, boy, you need, you need to check yourself or you wreck yourself. But now, it's, that's what it is, man. When he gives us, uh, uh, when he steals it, he gives us the picture more clearly. And it's the same thing uh, in our surroundings, right? Because we're able to look at things from a distance and see what he sees whenever we do this. And we can be aware of the enemy, of how he's trying to use this brokenness of this world and trying to attack us, trying to attack our children, trying to attack our minds, trying to attack our faith, trying to attack our bodies. First uh, Peter 5, 8 says this. It says, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a lion roaring, looking for someone to devour. He prowls around. He's always looking. He's always trying to attack you. And that's true for us. Just like I said yesterday, we woke up. We were feeling terrible. And that's because the days prior, there was no problems. Okay? But I think it's funny that it happened yesterday because yesterday was the day that, you know, I was supposed to have that orientation um, to start this whole church plant that we're, that we're all doing together. And it's funny because Desiree was not feeling well. I wasn't feeling well. Lily May wasn't feeling well. Got yelled through the night, woke up. I don't know. He was up for a couple hours in the middle of the night, not feeling well. These kids have been having nosebleeds out of nowhere. It's just weird things. Um, but the enemy always wants to stop us from doing what God's will is for ourselves. Amen. And I feel like that's what it was more than anything. It was more of just an attack. Uh, of the enemy trying to stop us from doing what God has in store for us. And so I don't want you to get scared about none of those things because you're going to be attacked by, you know, by the enemy like that. And it's not always going to be our bodies, but he's always trying to cause doubt in our minds. The same thing that he did with Adam and Eve where he caused doubt for them to question and to go ahead and take the apple. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to us to keep us, trying to get us uh, to question God and not have, you know, full trust in, in who he says he is. And so that's something that God wants us to be mindful of so that way we can know how to counterfeit against those things. Amen? And so that, that's something that we had to experience firsthand. Um, but just like that verse that I, re I read to you in 1 Peter 5, 8, it, just because he uh, seems like a lion, he's intimidating, you know, we see that he's out to get us, uh, we don't have to be scared because it says he's like a roaring lion. He's like, that's the key word, like. Doesn't mean he is, okay? Doesn't mean he's got all the things that he could run your life because he can't. Amen? Because we gave our life to the Savior. And we know who, he's the real lion, right? He's the king of Judah. He's the one that sits on the throne with the Father. 
And so that's something that we found comfort and peace in, but that's something that the enemy wants to cause cracks in the foundation of our faith. Because if he does that, then he knows there's different ways he can attack us and he can push us away from God instead of pushing us to God. Um, but God is such a good God. Amen. That's why he wants to lead us to still waters. For one, like we said, because when things are still, we can see the picture more clearly. Here's the second point. When things are still, still uh, we can hear his voice more clearly. When things are still, we can hear his voice more clearly. See, we all have different things in our life that are fighting to be heard. Uh, maybe it's just simple things around the house that you know need to get done. Maybe it's some goals or some things that God has put on your heart that you know you want to accomplish, that you know you want to get done, uh, but you've been kind of dragging your feet. I'm, I'm guilty of that a lot. Uh, sometimes it's people in our life. Sometimes it's friends. Sometimes it's family. Sometimes it's work. Sometimes it's just things going on at our home. I know our kids are some people that are always trying to make sure that their voice is the loudest. Uh, me and Desiree could be having a conversation, and I got all four kids just going going at me. And then she's getting frustrated because she's like, he's not listening. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm trying to listen, but I, I have to tell everybody, hey, chill out, time out, hold up. I can only hear one person at a time. And it's funny because I don't think we often think about doing that with God. We're like, okay, God, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm focusing on this. I'm focusing on that. And he's like, hold up, hold up, hold up. I need you to follow me to these still waters so that way you can hear my voice more clearly. Cause there's something I'm trying to tell you. There's something I'm trying to do. Even in social media, social media is something that's going to always scream at you. It's always trying to get your attention. It's always trying to be heard. Even our own minds, our own thoughts. I mean, the list can go on of things that are trying to get louder and louder in our life. And that makes the voice of God get quieter and quieter. Church, we got to fight against that. Amen. It's like watching a movie. Has there ever been a movie in your life that you've been excited for? That you've been like, oh man, I can't wait to watch this movie. You know, I've been waiting. You finally get the movie. You know, you got your popcorn. You got everything set up. You're comfortable. You're in your chair. You're ready to watch it. As soon as you press play, it's like everybody else didn't care that you was watching the movie, right? You got people calling you, people knocking at your door. You got the kids running and screaming. And before you know it, you can't pay attention. You're missing important parts of the movie. Man, that's the same thing in our life. That's what happens whenever we allow all these other things to take away the voice of God because we're listening to these other things. Amen? I know I've had it happen to me more times than I'm proud to say. And this led me to pass of, of where God was trying to lead me to righteousness, but instead I blocked it out and it led me to, to pass of I wish I would have listened. You feel me? And, and you know, but thankfully, just like the word that we read here in those two verses, thankfully, he wants to take us to a quiet brook of bliss, to waters of quietness, to peaceful streams. He wants to lead us. He wants to be heard. He wants to, us to be successful in everything that we do in his life so that way he can be glorified, so he can be honored. But this is the thing about God. He isn't going to yell at us. He's not going to just scream and, and jump up and down for us to listen to him. But he's going to give us an opportunity to. It's up to us to choose that. So we have to be intentional in the things that we do every day. Because he's always available. I heard somebody one time tell me, you know, God's like, you ever been in a, in a meeting with somebody and there's two chairs, one for you and the other person? God's always in this chair waiting. He's chilling. He's ready to talk to you. But are you going and spending time to talk with him? And I feel like everything that we've been reading lately, it kind of associates with that, right? We've been talking about rest, about 
I mean, just making sure that we're staying connected to God and that we're even deepening our faith more than what it already is. And I feel like that's what God's trying to tell us with these still waters. That whenever uh, He leads us to Him, when things are still, we can hear His voice more clearly. Amen? Here's the third thing. Okay? When things are still, we can be restored. When things are still, we can be restored. Now, I know the world doesn't stop, and neither do the things that we got to get done in this life. Neither do the bills, right? Everything's still go, 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 and it's always going to keep coming. Um, and I'm a person, I'm, I'm guilty of this, that I get more involved in things than I should be, and I'm doing more things than I'm asked, and I don't always manage my time the best, if I'm honest with you. Um, but that's a dangerous place to be whenever you don't have that balance in your life. Because what happens is it takes you to a place of overkill. Okay, It overkills our bodies. It overkills our minds, our passion, our faith. Think about when you're sick or you physically get hurt or emotionally you're drained. And you go and talk to somebody, what do they tell you to do? They say, hey, hey, you need to rest. You need to rest. You need to refuel. You need to heal. You need to refocus. Think about what we read in verse 3. In King James, it says, He restores my soul. In the Passion Translation, it says, He restores and revives my life. I also like the Amplified Version. It says this, He refreshes and restores my soul. And then in parentheses, it says, Life. That's the medicine that we need. That's something that we should be taking daily. Amen? Because we are loved by God who could bring dry bones back to life. We are loved by a son who said, hold up, hold up, give me your baggage. You know what? Here's your ticket. Go ahead and take your flight. I got you. We are loved by our Holy Spirit that wants to produce so much fruit in our life that other people can eat off of it, that other people could take seeds from it and plant their own fruit. Amen? But this is the thing, church. We have to be intentional. And allowing God to lead us to these still waters. It's not going to happen just because we want it to. Still waters. It's a place we gain vision, direction, and nourishment for all the days of our lives. Amen. Now going back to that pool that I was talking about how it was dirty. Have you ever been in one that was like that? Or maybe just in a body of water where you can see things clearly. Where everything... Ah, oh, man, it was just that peace. It was calm. You could hear every noise. You ever just been standing there, right? And you're kind of just soaking it all in. But as soon as you start to kick your feet, as soon as you start to move around, what happens? The water becomes cloudy. Before you know it, the waves and, and the rocking of it all, it starts to get louder. Next thing you know, it's, it's kind of not as easy to stand in, right? It gets a little rocky. See, our life could look very similar when we don't take advantage of the still waters that God is trying to lead us to. God has been trying to settle some things down in our life. But for some reason, we do a good job of stirring them back up. And when we do that, what happens? Our sight is getting blurred. His voice is getting drowned out. And we are getting exhausted. This week, church, I really feel like God is saying, Hey, come spend time with me. Come chill in the still waters. Come receive this peaceful streams that I have for you. Come soak in these things so you can be refreshed. So you can see some things that are harmful to you. 
I pray that you receive whatever God is was trying to tell you today. Because uh, I know he, he's been trying to speak this to all of us. I mean, it just goes with everything that we've been saying. So my challenge for each of us to speak is spend each day in their still waters. Whatever that needs to look like. Maybe it's on your car rides and you're by yourself. Turn off the radio. Just talk to God. Maybe, you know, it's when you're working out or you're going for a run or for a jog. And just turn on some worship music. Just worship God. Maybe it's getting up early in the morning. Maybe it's staying up late. Maybe it's even going to the restroom. I don't know what that looks like. But I do know that God wants to lead us to a place of still waters. And there's so much that we could benefit from it. There's so much. But we have to be intentional and in allowing him to lead us. So that way we can see the picture clearly, right? So that way we can hear him clearly. And so we can be refreshed. Church, I just love y'all. And uh, man, I can't wait till we get back together. Hopefully it'll be this week. Uh, but more than anything, uh, man, just know that we're in a marathon. This isn't a short race. Uh, but every day that we're given is a gift. And let's take advantage of it. Let's make the most of it. Amen. So let me just pray for us. And uh, I'll close this out. Father, I just thank you for today, Lord. And I thank you that you desire to lead us to places of tranquility. Um, places that we could be renewed. We could be refreshed. Places that we could identify things in our life that are displeasing to you and that are harmful to us. Uh, Father, allow us to have your sight. Allow us to have ears that are sensitive to your voice. Allow us to be refueled daily and allow us to be intentional in the way that we choose to live this life. Lord, you ask us to live it worthy of our calling, Lord, and everybody's calling. It may be different, but it's all equally important. And so I just pray that we would all do a good job of living up to it, but also of showing others, whether it's our children, whether it's our friends, uh, whether it's people that are lost or people that uh, we encounter on a, just randomly, Lord, um, that we would do a good job of pointing them back to you and helping them learn of how they could have a true and just interactive relationship with you. Father, we just thank you for today. We love you and pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless y'all, church. I love y'all. Um, catch y'all next time.